1: Grandpa, Grandpa, guess what? My friend said that Christians are biased.
2: Is that a fact? Did you ask your friend if he's biased too?
1: No, Grandpa. I didn't know what to say.
2: Well, first, you have to know what bias means. Basically, it means that you're for certain things or ideas, or you're against certain others. And you know something? Your friend is right. Christians are biased. Or at least they should be.
1: But I thought that being biased was bad.
2: It certainly can be. For example, if you're biased against someone just because they look or dress differently than you do, then that would be wrong. But in the case of Christians, they should be biased toward believing the Bible above all else. Another way to say that is, we should trust God's word over man's word. And I do trust the Bible, just because it's God's word, and it's never been proven wrong. But man's word is proven wrong every day. Just look at yesterday's weather forecast to compare that to today's weather. Now, getting back to your friend, you need to ask your friend, what is meant by bias? Because our biases or presuppositions help us figure out what's going on in the world. What's a presuppo?
1: What's that word, Grandpa?
2: Let me give you some more examples. I've already said that Christians should view the world through the lens of the Bible. So everything we see, we should use the Bible to help us understand it. Now, a non-Christian often totally rejects that there is a God and has a bias or presupposition that everything has a totally natural explanation. That kind of presupposition forces one to believe that everything came from nothing and life came from rocks.
1: Wow, that sounds crazy, Grandpa. What should I say to my friend?
2: First, you have to be nice in whatever you say. Second, admit that you have a bias. A bias in favor of believing what God has told us through his word. Third, you have to ask your friend to look at what biases they have. You may have to point out their biases or presuppositions to them because they often think that they are being neutral.
1: But Grandpa, what if my friend gets mad at me when I say they are biased too?
2: If that person is a true friend, then they won't stay mad for long especially if you continue to be nice to them. You may not be able to change that person's mind on the first try, so don't get discouraged. Just remember what the Bible says in Proverbs chapter 1, verse 7. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Fools despise wisdom and instruction. And that's a fact.
3: Welcome to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed, Dr. Carl Williams, and our producer, Ed Salzadel all directors at the San Antonio Bible-Based Science Association. We are here to reassure you can believe the Bible from the very first verse. We're going to talk about bias, bias in a whole lot of areas. I have biases. I'm biased against people killing other people. You know, If you're talking total freedom, folks, you're saying, okay, well, then bias means you're biased against anything that occurs. No, we, we as a society share some values, and those shared values are our biases. We are biased towards freedom in this country, but freedom has limits, and that's part of what we're going to talk about. Scientists are biased in the at East Anglia, which is out of the UK, and at NOAA, it has been shown that they cherry pick data to try and show global warming effects to get grants, etc. Who's NOAA again? Uh, NOAA is the the National Oceanographic and Atmospheric Administration, but again. The idea that scientists, that theologians, that people don't have biases is ridiculous, and Christians have biases. Terry, you were talking about, about about the idea of bias with the science guy.:
1: Yeah, Bill Nye, the science guy. Yeah, the Darwinists love to frame the argument as science versus religion. and And some time back, Bill Nye, the science guy, was on Larry King. And he was basically trying to make the case, this is something I talked about in my last article, the evidence is overwhelming. But he was trying to make the case that people that believe the Bible are inconsistent in their thinking because we accept aspirin, antibiotic drugs, and airplanes, but we don't believe the general theory of evolution. But yet he goes on to to state, it is very hard to accept for many of us that when you die, it's over. That's really hard for a lot of people. Now my question is, is that statement, is it a scientific statement or is it a religious statement? Yeah, it sounds like a pretty religious statement to me. No,
3: it it is a religious statement because notice the hop he makes from operational science to historical science and then mysticism. Mm -hmm. Because he goes from saying, okay, you believe in aspirin, you believe in antibiotics. Those are products of operational science. Mm -hmm. Whereas when you're talking about, all right, evolution, you're looking at, okay, how did life begin three billion years ago how was the earth formed 4.5 billion years ago etc there are no eyewitnesses you can't apply operational science to it and then what happens after we die again the bible is the only thing that's going to give us a you know there's people as you were talking about in the pre-show that have died and come back Yeah, but then then the question comes did you just have a dream experience Hmm. or what
1: right so Nye makes this very, what I would call a very religious statement that says that when you die, it's over. And his religion, I mean, that's, that's hardly a scientific statement. So his religion is going to affect, as Grandpa was pointing out, his religion is going to affect how, at how he looks at everything. Just like my biblical worldview is going to affect how I look at everything.
3: That's a true statement. You are listening to Believing the Bible. This is Scott Lane with Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams. If you would like to learn more, go to sabsa.org. That is S-A-B-B-S-A dot org. Carl, what are your thoughts on bias?
4: Well, like I said before, if, if we're truly Christian, we, have, we need to be biased in favor of the Bible. And some of the criticisms of the Bible is that it's not a science book, which, fortunately, that's true. It's not a science book. Otherwise, it'd be updated every few days. But it is truthful in whatever it does, present. So any information that it gives out is true. It is scientifically provable. With the exception of the creation of the world, which we cannot observe. But as far as the other things about uh, the Bible, suggests that we have to wash our hands. And why do we do that? Because there are germs that could cause us problems. And why do we uh, need to have sanitation? In other words, go out beyond the camp to do your business And why you do that is because you want to keep infection down. So there are many things in the Bible that are scientifically based. And I think that we should be biased in favor of believing the Bible whenever it tells us something. And if we can't uh, look at something like the age of the earth and measure it against the Bible, then we are mistaken. If we take the 4.5 billion years which is taken from a meteor, not from the Earth itself, and say that's the age of the Earth, and then what kind of evidence do we have for that? What kind of scientific, reproducible, testable evidence do we have? And the answer is none. And the same can be said for creation, but at least with creation we have an eyewitness account who has told us things that have been very reliable and have not been proven wrong.
3: We find biases in a lot of places. In my research for a book... When you take a look at the Pentateuch or Torah, the first five books of the Bible, there are people who have torn those five books up 20 ways in terms of saying, well, it wasn't written by Moses or it was written by redactors. It was written as late as uh, 130 B.C., uh, maybe around 500 B.C., written by multiple people. One of the things they do is show their bias of treating the Bible differently than they would treat any other historical manuscript you do go and look at archaeological evidence and the writings of others with that, but you also give credit to the text itself. Just in the first five books, guess what Joshua says about the first five books? He says Moses wrote them. That carries some weight, and yet they totally ignore that, that firsthand eyewitness account in everything else they do. But again, that's because of bias. One of the things that they attack Christians with, and there's a lot of things that Christians get attacked with, us being uncaring and and heartless and and all this kind of stuff, it goes into the homosexual debate. It says in the Bible that a woman is not supposed to lie with a woman and a man with a man. There are real practical purposes for that. You don't push forward the society because you don't get babies out of those relationships. That is one of the reasons why in Russia they are so homophobic or against homosexuality is because they have to fill a huge country. But if God is the creator, then he gets to make the rules. And those aren't biases. Those are how we function as a society. And so your skit, Carl, really does a great job of pointing out that we have to own up to the fact that we do have biases but they're not always negative.
4: That's the point, too, that uh, in, in our society, that the word bias is a pejorative. In other words, uh, just like the difference between famous and infamous. You want to be famous, <laughs> and infamous actually means the same thing, only in a negative way. So uh, you, you want to have beliefs, but if you have biases, that's bad, even though they're the same thing. The bias is considered a negative connotation to the word belief. And the creationists and the evolutionists both have their beliefs. And I think that's, that's where we ought to point our uh, a little uh, argument toward that, is that biases means beliefs, and uh, everyone has them. Now, whether you want to call them a bias or a belief, you know, that's, that's another story. If you don't like someone else's belief, you call them a bias.
3: Right. Information for creation events around Bear County can always be found on our website's calendar page. For more information or to schedule a presentation, go to sabsa.org. that is S-A-B-B-S-A.org, or call 210-599-7240. When you go to our website, you can click on a link to our newsletters. You can also call 210-599-7240 to request having the newsletter emailed to you. Our website also has a link for contact information and on which you can order our newsletter. Also go to WhyShouldYouBelieve.com. That's WhyShouldYouBelieve.com. That's Terry's website containing articles looking at current day issues from a biblical perspective. Sabsa meets the second Tuesday of each month at 7 p.m., now at Grady's Restaurant at the corner of San Pedro and Jackson Keller. There you will find biblical apologetics and creation science teaching found nowhere else in Bear County, as well as the availability of hundreds of books and videos on these important subjects. If you missed any part of this show, you can listen to this show anytime by going to the AM 630 KSLR, the Word in South Texas website. Click on KSLR Podcast, scroll down until you find Believing the Bible. Please join us again next Saturday for Believing the Bible. I'm Scott Lane, and for Terry Reed and Dr. Carl Williams, thanks for listening, and we hope you found today a reason to believe the Bible.